0: Can't relax. A Glisten Plus production.
1: Episode 7, Panic Attack. Continue for 10 miles.
0: That was so messed up. What a fucking nightmare.
1: I don't want to think about it. I mean, do you think that woman was still alive when we left? We called 911, the paramedics will do what they can. We could have checked for a pulse. You know she was dead, her throat was slashed. Stop talking about it. (laughs) Marie, you're shaking.
0: Marie, talk to me.
2: Caleb, I need you to pull over.
0: Okay, I'll get off at the next exit.
2: No, I need to get out now, right now. Marie,
1: get your hand off the handle. (laughs)
0: Caleb! Okay, okay, I'll stop the car.
2: (laughs) I am freaking out. Like,
1: seriously freaking out. This has never happened. I don't... I just don't know what to do. Okay.
0: Just take it slow.
2: I can't feel my fingers and my chest is getting tight. Oh my god. It's a heart attack.
0: Should I call 911? No.
1: No. It's a panic attack. I get them sometimes.
2: What do I do? What do I do?
1: Pick an object. Use my watch. Here. Put all your focus on it. Study. Notice everything about it. Describe those details.
2: It's brown and gold. One of the holes on the band is really worn out. The glass on the face is all scuffed up. Good. Keep looking at it. Now start to take deep
1: breaths. Feel the oxygen go into your lungs and then out again. Let your muscles tighten and then relax.
0: You know who you're starting to sound like, right? That crazy voice from the app? Would you just shut up? What a stupid thing to say. Ease up, will you? Don't think I'm not freaking out, too.
2: I just hide it better. Could you at least try and not say anything else triggering? It's not like you're handling this perfectly, either. I I think it's passing. Yeah, I, I can feel my body relaxing. You did
1: that really well. I once had a late paper that set off a panic attack that lasted for three hours.
2: <laughs> well, we don't have time for that. I pulled the flash
1: drive out of my pocket. We need to finish what they started.
0: She said we need a computer. Let's go back to my place.
2: And if Sunday shows up there? She already came to my house and Anya's. We should go someplace where she won't look for us. I feel like you have an idea. I have the keys to the yearbook office at school. The computers are top of the line. It would run whatever programs on that drive faster than any laptop we have. But the outside doors will be locked. It's Saturday.
0: The swim team practices on Saturday mornings.
2: Exactly. And they keep the gym door open a crack. I've snuck in before during final layout season. It's 9.45. We should be able to get there before they finish up and close it. You two are the best. I really don't know what I would have done without you. And you'll never need to. We stick together.
0: Now, let's get back in the car before some truck skids out and kills us all.
1: We parked the car in the teacher's lot, on the side of the school. Just as Marie predicted, the door near the swimming pool was propped open with a rock. Once inside, Marie led us down the steps into the basement where the yearbook office was located.
0: Only thing worse than school is school on a Saturday.
2: I like it. Quiet, peaceful,
0: no interruptions. So you can hook up with Leah without your parents catching you?
2: Oh, you are so single-minded. But yes.
1: We entered the windowless yearbook office. Marie snapped on the lights and locked the door. She walked over to a table near the closet with a desktop computer. She shook the mouse to wake it from sleep mode.
2: Okay, hand me the flash drive. Thanks. Now one of you will need to re-download the app.
0: (sighs) My reception is shit down here.
2: I've got bars. But putting the app back on my phone seems like a bad idea. I get it. It's totally possible that the app shares information with other users.
0: You mean you think that Sunday might be able to find us if we turn it back on?
2: I do. But it may be the only chance of saving her and us. I'm downloading the app now. Okay. Now we just have to let this program finish running its course. And hope this last drive really has the answer we're looking for on it.
1: They say a watched pot never boils. Well, they should definitely update the expression to something about the slow-moving bar at the bottom of a loading screen. The next 20 minutes seem like days.
2: We're getting there. Don't think it'll be more than a few minutes. Did you hear that?
0: Someone else is in the building.
2: Maybe it's a swimmer going to their locker.
1: I turned to the door of the yearbook office. Through the reinforced glass window, I could see the scarred and bloodied face of Sunday. She slapped her palm against the glass again.
2: No!
0: Oh, shit! It's locked, right?
1: Yeah. Then I saw all the color drain from Marie's face.
2: What, Marie? What is it? The copy editor of the yearbook has the keys, too. Sunday is the copy editor. Kalem sprinted
1: across the yearbook office, grabbing a desk along the way. He slid it along the floor
0: and slammed it into the door. That was lower down, but not for long.
1: The update's almost finished loading. Sunday was throwing all her weight against the door, but Kalem was holding it fast. 97%,
2: 98%.
1: I grabbed a waist-high bookshelf and shoved it over to where Kalem was holding the desk in place. He took it from me to help form a bigger barricade. As soon as I handed it off, I went to get another desk. 100%! And now it's installing, 4%. God, I hope this works. With two more desks against the door, it would take inhuman strength to move it. What was that? I don't know. We're almost installed. I looked to the window in the yearbook door. Sunday was no longer there, in fact, She had stopped slamming against the door a minute ago. Marie, is there another way to get into this room? That's the only door to the hall. (gasps) But we share the closet with the orchestra room. Marie's eyes darted to the open closet door just to the right of the table with the computer on it. Oh my god, she's inside! Marie grabbed my phone off the table and frantically pressed on the screen. Sunday came flying out of the closet with a rusty garden shear. Marie fell backwards and the phone hit the ground. Help! It all happened so fast, I didn't have time to react. I watched as Sunday thrust the rusty blade into her chest. Get off her! She's your friend! Sunday stabbed Marie in the chest again. Kalem grabbed one of the desks that we had used to barricade the door to the hallway, and pulled it away. A minute ago, it had been keeping Sunday out. Now, it was keeping us in. Look out! Kalem pushed me out of the way as Sunday came running toward me with the garden shears. Instead of stabbing me, she smashed into the pile of bookcases and desks. Kalem tugged me across the room toward the closet door. On the way there, he grabbed my phone off the floor where Marie had dropped it. He shoved it into my hand as we darted into the closet.
0: Get the app loaded up.
1: As Caleb pulled me through the dark and cluttered closet, I looked down at the glowing screen of the phone. The updated Peace and Mind app was nearly fully installed. It read less than one minute remaining. We exited the closet into the orchestra room. It was dark. The only source of light was from the broken window in the door.
0: There is comfort in the soft embrace of the dark.
1: I looked over my shoulder to see Sunday standing in the closet doorway. The light from the yearbook office cast an ominous silhouette. Drops of blood clung to the sheer hanging limply in her hand. Kalen pulled open the orchestra room door. I ran out into the hall with him. There was an exit door just down the hall way closer than the one we used to get in. It was near the girls' locker room, and through the door was a staircase that led to the soccer fields. We sprinted for the door. I pushed against the silver bar. The door was chained closed on the outside.
0: You kidding me? That's a crazy fire hazard.
1: Sunday came out of the orchestra door. There would be no way to get past her to the exit door that had been left open by the swim team and we couldn't stay here. Over there, just past the water fountain was an open door to the classroom. We ran inside. Did she see us going here? I don't know. We were in a room that had once been used for wood shop, but the big machines had been removed long ago. Instead, this was the school's exam room where all the standardized tests were administered. I had taken my PSATs in here, and this is where I'd be taking my ACTs. Those two tests, which seemed like the most important and stressful things in the world, suddenly seemed so completely unimportant. Why the hell had I wasted so much energy freaking out about them? That was so stupid. Caleb and I ducked low and moved silently between the desks, moving for the far side of the room.
0: Everything passes like clouds on a windy day. And then the sky is clear once more.
1: I looked down to discover that the update was fully installed. The Peace and Mind app was ready to be used. A new menu selection was now available. Deprogram. Sunday had also heard the chirp of the phone and had come into the examination room, slamming the door open. Caleb and I stopped, both too afraid to move. Try the
0: app. But if it doesn't work and we'll fight our way out of here.
1: My finger hovered above the deprogram selection. I raised the volume on my phone and then pressed the button. At first, it was just music. Then the voice came out of the phone. It startled me so badly, I nearly dropped it.
0: You are free to make your own choices. Come up from the sand. Breathe the air once more.
1: Sunday had frozen in place, listening, almost hypnotized. Sunday was blinking, an almost human expression returning to her face. And then it was gone. Sunday's head spun in the direction of the phone in my hand. She exposed her teeth and gums as she lifted the garden shears. Sunday knocked away desks as she charged for me. Sunday, remember who you are! I crawled backwards, knowing I needed to get away, but with nowhere to go, I turned in the direction of Calum. But he wasn't there. Sunday opened her mouth. Calum had snuck up behind Sunday and knocked her in the back of the head with a broom handle. Sunday wobbled for a moment before falling to the ground. Oh, thank God!
0: It was almost working. Just a little more time and she would have been back to normal.
1: I think so. Caleb reached down and pulled the garden shears from her hand.
0: She won't be able to hurt you anymore.
1: Then Caleb took the garden shears and drew the blade across Sunday's neck, slitting her throat. What are you doing?
2: She's unconscious!
1: Blood poured out from under Sunday's chin. Caleb turned back to me and opened his mouth.
0: Embrace the joy. Can't Relax. Starring Penny Epstein as Anya, Olivia Trujillo as Marie. Andre Robinson as Calum Patrick Labrico as The Voice Written and directed by Adam J. Epstein Executive produced by Sheila Stepanek and Adam J. Epstein Edited and mixed by Christopher Sousa Additional voices by Paula Lisby Steve Ulrich Brian Stepanek Lila Butler Adam Epstein Jane Sylvia Michael Naring, Sheila Stepanek Suzanne Heseloff. Music by Buddha Kid Graphic design by Dave Kogan. Can Relax is a Glisten Plus production.